the college basketball experience final four props episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. The WinBet Casino is now offering a hundred percent deposit match up to a thousand dollars for new users. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-I-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duels. Stable Duels is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 25 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So go grab that thing today and let it ride. What's up everybody. This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the broad stop. Thank you guys. Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience. Final four props episode. My name is Kobe swinging database Dan, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> a bonus props episode for the final four. Why not? When you're dealing with the college basketball experience, you know we cover it all. Subscribe, tell a friend, listen to our preview. We have pre- solo previews out for each one of these games. We got you covered on the SGPN app. Even uh, like, I mean, pretty much every little angle of this Final Four weekend, we got you covered. So subscribe, tell a friend, and I'm joined by the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, man? I mean, I, I just got to give you some music here. Make it good. Oh, there we go. How pain? Who is the man? That is the question. When we'll see when these when these when these props given out, uh, I think there's a lot of cash to be made. And that's what's so great is the in-depth gambling analysis, essentially that these uh, books are giving you. I mean, you especially don't... for college basketball, because it's kind of hard to find during the regular season. Yeah, exactly. You can't find a whole lot of prop bets during the regular season. I mean, you know, college basketball. There's so many games every day and everything, and you know, maybe there's not the amount of betters that, um, you know, books need to, to do props, but it's, it's nice to have it, you know, for the final four and for the whole tournament. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think, I hope there's more of this in the future. So hell yeah, here we are Villanova, Kansas, the first matchup on Saturday. This is uh, you know, these games are happening in new Orleans. This is three Oh nine on the West six Oh nine on the East. And this is uh, obviously the winner goes to the national championship. So um, I'm looking currently at the player props here and 
I got each player. They got an over under on every single player. It seems like, or not everyone, but pretty much. Right. Um, I, I'm going to rattle off some Caleb Daniels. That line is 12 and a half. Christian Braun uh, is at 11 and a half. Colin Gillespie is at 14 and a half. David McCormick is at nine and a half. Uh, Eric Dixon is at eight and a half. Jalen Wilson at 11 and a half. Jermaine Samuels at 14 and a half. Uh, Agbaji is at uh, 16 and a half. And then Remy Martin is at 11 and a half. Do any of those just jump out to you and say, Whoa, I can get this guy more, you know, this value. I can get this much value. I, yeah, I, I do like a couple. And so in this game, I'm probably going to be looking at unders because we have two good defensive teams and you know, Villanova, especially shorthanded, they're going to try to bleed the clock down as much as possible, limit possessions, keep the game within arm's reach where their free throw shooting or their three point shooting can, can come into play in the second half right away, right off the bat here. I mean, if you want to compare the two games, you know, Villanova has the 17th best defense. Kansas has the 18th best defense where UNC and, and Duke are in the thirties the or forties. So I think, and then pace, look at pace. I mean, Villanova has a 345th pace in the country and you know, there's what there's 358 teams. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. You know, yeah. And I think in this game, they're going to try to go even slower because they're down Justin Moore. So I'm looking at a couple of those ones that you just mentioned. Um, and we'll start off with Agbaji under 16 and a half. Uh, you know, so far he hasn't had the best tournament in the world. He's only been north of that number once. Wow. And that was against Miami in that's the last pr- game where he had shocking. 18. That's pretty shocking. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it, he, so he had 18 points where in a game where Kansas scored 76, Kansas ain't scoring 76 in this game. I don't think he gets to 16 and a half. I go under on Akbaji. Well, I got one for you here on the over Remy Martin at 11 and a half points. I, uh, this has been, I feel like most to- games in the tournament, I know maybe it wasn't uh, the last game, but if you go back to some of the other uh, games from this tournament, what against Providence, I want to say Remy Martin lit it up for uh, I want to say what? 20. Is it 25? No, he had a, I think 23, he scored 20 and 23. I think he's going to get over that number of 11 and a half. I think that's your play there for the over. I know you went under on Agbaji, but I think Remy Martin over is going to happen. Another thing is he's great. He's crafty at getting to the free throw line. He will get yeah. find ways to get fouled. He does the whole Vlade Divac thing of, uh, you know, the flops his ass off. Uh, so I, I like him over 11 and a half points. I think that's, that's a lock. So. I think it's a pretty good play. I just worry about the Villanova defense, especially on the perimeter. I mean, you saw granted. I mean, we saw how Houston shot against Villanova. That wasn't all Villanova. That was some open shots that Houston just missed as well. But you know, if you're looking at the point guard position, Jamal shed didn't do that much for Houston last week. He only scored nine points on four of 13 shooting still though. I think you're good. Uh, Cause I think Remy, He's a senior. He's been around, you know, transferred from Arizona state. I think he can shoot better than four of 13. I think he can clear that number. So I think you're good. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. I mean, yes, he only scored nine against Miami, but 20, then 23 against Providence, 20 against, uh, 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 Creighton there. And then, 
he uh, had 15 against Texas Southern. I mean, you start going back and looking at the stat line of what he's done really in this month. Um, and I think uh, you'll find plenty. He had 12 against Texas tech in the big 12 uh, championship. Um, he's coming on. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely so coming I, on. I like him to get over 11 and a half. Sign me up for Remy Martin over there. Do you the, have the one, the one, hold on one more that I kind of like here is Gillespie under 14 and a half. You know, because I think he, so. He's been he's been south of that number for three of the last four games, and I still don't know if he's a hundred percent. Like we mentioned, go ahead. I, but I think someone's going to have to be shooting the ball more with with Justin Moore out. Sure, sure. I think that's a riskier one. I actually think Gillespie is going to hit the over. Yeah, I just kind of wonder about the injury a little bit. He had a very bad game against Houston. Uh, and we just saw what Kansas did to Miami's point guard, Charlie Moore, who only had five points on two of nine shooting. We mentioned some of this in the DFS pod, but it applies here as well. So I, I like um, the under on a better, but uh, the under on Colin Gillespie, you might be able to talk me into as well. Well, let me, let me hit you with some other random. That's just scoring. We're going to get, we're going to tackle some of these other ones. Uh, there are, uh, some, some juicy player props out there. I'm seeing Akbaji 20 plus points was at plus one ninety five. Christian no, Braun like 15 points or more at plus 200 Gillespie 20 points or more at plus 300 Akbaji four threes made in the game at plus 400 Remy Martin and Caleb Daniels, 15 points each at plus four. That's in, that's interesting. Yes. At plus four fifty. That's, that's great. Yeah, and that's, there. I don't, I don't like any of the other ones that you mentioned there, because once again, I think this is a game where you want, you don't want to go with a whole lot of overs. Yeah. You know, because it's going to be a, a lower scoring game, but that one is interesting. I mean, it'll be tough to, for each player to hit 15, but it's very possible. And the juice is definitely there. Yeah. And then Remy Martin, uh, 20 points or more plus 500. We just mentioned no. two, two of the last three games. He scored 20 points or more. That ain't against the Villanova defense. I don't know. Nah, he ain't, he ain't, he, he's not hitting 20. J- Jalen Samuels, uh, 20 points, 10 boards plus 500 Jermaine. I'm sorry. Jeez. Jalen. Who's Jalen Samuels? That's a NC state player. I think so. Yeah. The running back. I think, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Christian Braun and Remy Martin, 15 points each plus 600. Um, what do you, what do you think about maybe a little Braun Martin plus 15 points each no, now? Right? No, once it, no, I don't do that. I mean, I don't think one of them has a good chance at 15. I don't think both of them. Again, Kansas has a lot of options. They're going to play at least eight people. They go like eight or nine deep. Uh, and it's going to be a lower scoring game. And so that some of that production is going to be spread around those guys. So I, I would not choose uh, bo- that bet with both of them over 15. Here's a sneaky one. And I know you disagree with me here. Gillespie 20 points, five rebounds, five assists or more for any of those plus 1500. Oh man. You know, the five rebounds, he's not, he doesn't get that many boards. I mean, you see him getting five rebounds, Gillespie. Let's take a look and see what he's done just recently on the boards. I mean, somebody has got to have rebounds for Villanova because they do have basically a, what, a last guard game. Lineup. Gillespie did what he had uh, just six points, but he had five boards. Yeah. He had five boards and he had six against Michigan, Yeah, but <laughs> only one and two assists in that game. Uh, I'm not buying. I mean, plus I mean, that plus fifteen hundred. Sprinkle a little bit. Sprinkle little bit. a little bit. Quarter unit. Quarter unit, right there. 
Um, uh, Christian Braun, 15 plus points uh, in eight boards plus 700. No, I don't like it. I don't like it either. Um, uh, what about rebounds? Let's let's hop over to the rebounding aspect of There's this. There's one I like here, which you'll you'll probably mention. Go ahead. Well, Christian Braun, I'm gonna set the the over under Christian Braun six and a half, Colin Gillespie four and a half, which we just we just said he had five and six boards the past two games. David McCormick uh six and a half, Eric Dixon six and a half, Jalen Wilson seven and a half, Jermaine Samuel seven and a half. That's the one I like. Yeah, yeah. Jermaine Samuels have been six of the last seven games. He's been over that figure. And I think with the more injury, I think he's, there's a good chance he might play all 40 minutes in this game and he's basically their power forward. So he's going to get a bunch of rebounds. Uh, yeah. And I would say what Gillespie four and a half. Hey, we just said, it? we just said Gillespie got five and six, the last two games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he certainly could, but I don't, I don't have a good enough read on that. I, I'm going to st- stay away. Well, I, I, let's let's have a Gillespie a Gillespie moment here. Let's just go all in. His dad's at the games. He's drinking beers. He's talking to people. He's mic'd up. Um, assists. Interesting one here. Christian Braun over one and a half. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Colin Gillespie over under three and a half. Uh, Dewan Harris over under two and a half. Remy Martin over under two and a half. When I first saw Gillespie, I was like, really? That's it? But then you go back and he's only had one or two assists in the last two games. But I guess if your narrative is that Gillespie is going to have a hell of a game, which I see the logic, he's a senior, he's very experienced, he's been in a ton of huge games, he's been on the Final Four stage before, you know, and if he's just going to be that all around really good player, then maybe he does get that assist number. I didn't have any of the assists as like my favorite bets. But um, you could possibly talk me into that one. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I think Dewan Harris is one. How much playing time? So hold on. So so what's that uh, total? Two and a half. That sounds good, but he he might he only averages play like over four. <laughs> so now he averages, but that's on the, over the course of the whole season where Remy Martin wasn't cutting into his playing time as much. So two and a half. Let's look and see what Dewan Harris has done of late in the assist front. Okay. So he just had four against Miami two against Providence and Creighton three against Texas Southern. So he's averaging basically two and a half. So there you go. I mean, that's why, yeah, if you go back early in the year, especially when Martin wasn't playing as much, he was putting up, you know, five, seven, he had three games in a row where he had seven assists in each game, but his playing time has been cut. I'm staying away. I'm on it. Let's go, Dewan Harris. I, I sprinkle a little bit on the Gillespie. We should have a trifecta with. It's Colin interesting Gillespie. that you're you're on, you know, Harris props and Remy Martin props, where they both might limit each other because they split time. I just feel like two and a half. Give me that. He's gonna still play twenty minutes. It sounds doable. It does. Yeah. I'll uh, tell you this. I, I I made a couple of bets on Remy Martin last week, and it was over. Nine and a half, and it was nine, right? No, no, no. With with Remy Martin, that's uh, Jeremy Roach. Oh yeah, you're right. I I made uh, Remy Martin was I think it was over thirteen and a half points and over three and a half assists. It was either three and a half or four and a half. He he fell shy on both. So Remy Martin kind of screwed me last week. Well, he doesn't pass on the Kansas guards. He he's he's a he he shoots. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's Um, true. 
now let's let's talk about three pointers. Villanova is a great three point shooting team. Um, you look at their numbers; they're what twenty seventh in the nation at threes per game, um, and they also shoot that at thirty six percent, which is pretty damn good as well. Uh, meanwhile, Kansas is charting at 215th in the nation at threes per game. They, they do shoot it at a high percent 73rd in the nation at 30, uh, just about 36% as well. Um, Caleb Daniels over under one and a half Christian Braun over under one and a half Colin Gillespie over under two and a half Jalen Wilson over under a half Jermaine Samuels over under uh one and a half Akbaji. Uh, oh gee, Akbaji uh, over one and a half. Remy Martin over one and a half. It's Remy, well, right? Remy. <laughs> Let's start with Villanova, I guess first. Um, I think Gillespie at two and a half is is too high. Yeah, I do too. This is where the yeah. Gillespie, the the trifecta. You you keep this one off of that. Yeah, I mean, I I would go under there. I don't know if I feel good enough to bet it because there is a scenario where he has a really good game, you know, final four as a senior and he hits some threes, but I, I, I think maybe he hits two of them. What's the one for Eric Dixon? I actually don't, I don't see him for threes. Mm. I mean, he's actually yeah. the, now he's only shot 17 of 33 on the year, but he actually has the best percentage on the from team. anybody on Villanova. Wow. Well, I, I kind of like the under on Jalen Wilson. Yeah, I I mean he's kind of their, you know, hybrid small forward power forward. I don't see him knocking down a bunch of threes. He's plus 185 on the under. Really? Yeah. So he's shooting the three ball at 26.4%. Uh I don't know about I I think I agree, man, especially against a really good Villanova defense. I mean, he shot four threes against Miami, but he didn't make any. Yeah. Yeah, but you, so it's one and a half. One uh, no, it's at a half, a half. So well, if it's he makes at a half, okay. So, so he, just he makes one. one <laughs> you're if cooked. it was one and a half, I'd love it. But uh, I mean, he has the capability against Oklahoma State. No, I'm sorry, against Kansas State, he hit three for four. Against Texas, he hit two for five. Against Kentucky, he hit two for five. Against West Virginia, three for six. I mean, he has the ability stuff out there. I, uh, just if you're telling me he hits one three pointer and I lose. I don't like it. I'm staying away. Uh, what about team total? Villanova over 64 and a half points. Under. Mm, mm. Kansas. I, I'm going to say Nova over 64 and a half. Kansas mm. over under at 68 and a half. Ah, man. That's, that's, that's damn close. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say over. Um, I see a final score somewhere like 70 to 64 Kansas. Well, we are on the different side of things here, my friend, but, um, which, and, and if I could do one more thing that leads me into a prop, I like Kansas. I mean, you know, these props are kind of crazy, but why not? Let's have some fun. Kansas to win by six to 10 points plus three ten. Whew. I like it. So obviously if you, if you like Kansas minus 4.5, if you're, if you feel really good about that, they could win by a couple more, but they're not going to blow out Villanova. I mean, Jay Wright's not getting blown out. So Kansas to win by six to 10 plus three, 10. Well, I like the plus three, 10. I don't like the play because I 
am on a different side of that, but you got money line, right? I do. And I was thinking, what about this? What about Villanova plus uh, it's not crazy, but plus one twenty five uh, first half lead. Yeah. You know, I, I wish it was a little bit juicier because I think when we were talking on our, our podcast earlier in the week, it was like, you know, the initial final four picks and preview. I was like, I could see a scenario where Villanova is hanging tight and possibly up at halftime. I said those exact words before eventually the Kansas depth size and athleticism takes over. So I like that, but I don't know if it's juicy enough for me to bet to bet it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, these pl- there's a lot of fun uh, uh, props for this one. Uh, what else do we got? Let's, let's, let's uh, switch over and talk Duke Carolina. Um, the player props for over uh, over under in uh, what is this? What do I have? I'm sorry. I'm still on threes. Hang on. Let me go through the player specials first for Duke Carolina. The, 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 the game, the maybe the most anticipated college basketball game I can ever recall. Wendell Moore jr. 15 points or more plus one twenty five. Paulo Banchero, uh, 20, uh, 20 points or more at plus one forty five. Brady manic 20 points or more plus one seventy five. Armando Baycott 20 points and 10 boards plus Two sixty, Mark Williams, uh, fifteen points and ten boards, plus three thirty. Uh, Banchero and Love together, twenty points uh, or more, plus five fifty. Ooh. Uh, Love and Manic, twenty points each, plus six hundred. Uh, Banchero, twenty points, ten boards, plus eight hundred. R.J. Davis, fifteen points, five boards, five assists, plus nine hundred. Brady Manic. Uh, 20 points, 10 boards, plus 1500 Caleb love, 20 points, five rebounds, five assists at plus 1500. Um, I can tell you the, the, the easy one for me is the Baycott one, right? 20 and 10. That That's easy money, right? 20 and 10 plus two sixty, right? Yeah. I like that. You got it guys. It, right? He's a double, double machine, you know, and in, in the first game, once again, he had foul trouble, only scored 12 points. The second game in Durham, he had 23. Uh, I, yeah, I like that a lot. I think I think Mark Williams had the chance also at his fifteen plus and ten plus. Yeah, for juicier odds too. But I do think uh, Baycott is the safer bet. I also, I mean, kind of, I kind of like the angle of taking uh, Banchero and Love twenty points each at five fifty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's above both of their averages. Obviously, that's why you're getting plus five fifty. But if you listen to me, I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. I think both teams are going to be hovering around 80. So compared to the other game, I, I, I do like the overs better here. I think that's a, that's in the realm of possibility. Now you gave out a juicy one about overtime. Yeah. What plus nine fifty. Plus nine fifty. Duke Carolina overtime. Whoa. I mean, it's kind of a crazy bet to bet it to go overtime, but if you want to have a little fun, throw some money at that. I, I think it's possible. Like Duke and UNC games every year. There's at least one of them is, is, you know, goes down to the wires an excellent game. Awesome ending. We haven't got that yet. Both games have been blowouts. Duke won by 20 in Chapel Hill. UNC won by 13 in Durham. I think we're in store for a really close game and therefore maybe we see some extra minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So now we have the over under on actual uh, players points per game. 
or points in this game, I should say. AJ Griffin over under eleven and a half. Armando Baycott sixteen and a half. Uh, Brady Manick sixteen and a half. Caleb Love sixteen and a half. Jeremy Roach nine and a half. Leaky Black five and a half. Mark Williams thirteen and a half. Paulo Banchero seventeen and a half. RJ Davis thirteen and a half. Wendell Moore twelve and a half. I I mean the one that jumps out to me is the Baycott one once again. I know that's minus one oh five, but I still think yeah. it's a smart play. I like Banchero 17 and a half also. I actually think the uh an interesting one could be uh RJ Davis over 13 and a half. Him or yeah. Roach? Him or Roach, the winner of that the Roach at nine and a half. Do you think there's a chance he gets uh I like that too. He's been over nine and a half every tournament game except for against Arkansas, where he only had nine. I'm gonna call for Brady Manic to get under 16 and a half. Bad game for Manic, huh? He could have 14. He could have 16. He could have 12, but I've been just, over 20 in the first two matchups. Actually the game in Durham, UNC's four, four out of the five starters had 20 or more. <laughs> no wonder why they put up 91 points, right? Yeah. Especially, I mean, they are, uh, they're, they're, they're not, they're not a deep team whatsoever, you know? So if, if UNC puts, puts up a lot of points, it's because Caleb love, RJ Davis, Baycott and Manic are getting like at least 15 a piece. Yeah. Yeah. Rebounds over under AJ Griffin, four and a half break Baycott 13 and a half Brady Manick, five and a half Caleb love three and a half leaky black, four and a half Mark Williams, nine and a half Paulo Banchero, six and a half RJ Davis, three and a half Wendell Moore, four and a half. Um, you know, the, the one, I guess that I don't know if I really love one there, but if I do, I think Wendell Moore maybe four and That's a half. That's what I was thinking. Over over four and a half. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I mean, <clears throat> let's look here on the season. Wendell Moore is averaging uh, five point two rebounds a game. There's going to be a lot of possessions, a lot of shots, but also you know a good share of misses as well. Uh, if you look at this tournament so far, that's where the problem is. The last three games, he has not had over four and a half rebounds. But I think prior to that, he had three games in a row over four and a half. So and I don't know if I want to bet be it personally, a, but you can talk be, me into that. Won't there be a bigger emphasis on rebounding in this game, considering Carolina is a, a pretty efficient team at rebounding? Carolina is always one of the best rebounding teams in the country. So you would hope. Duke has an emphasis to, you know, don't get out in transition. You know, you need to go pound the defensive glass and not let offensive rebounds. Sure. So let's go with Wendell Moore jr. To, <laughs> to accomplish that. Now let's hop on over to assist. Uh, Caleb love over three and a half. Jeremy Roach over three and a half. Paula Benchero over three and a half. RJ Davis over three and a half. Wendell Moore jr. Over three and a half. That is uh what do you what do you make it now you pull up the stats from um from the uh Arkansas game which I'm quickly doing right now but um and and you see well how many assists did these guys have okay Wendell Moore Jr only had two so he would have hit the under um however uh Banchero would have no he only had three I thought he had four okay um what was the uh Caleb Love uh, Caleb love number. Was it three and a half? Yeah. Everyone's three and a half. I kind of like Caleb love over he's uh last two games. He's hit four granted. You're not clearing that bar by that much, but against Duke in Durham, he had five assists. Um, you know, there's been games where he's hit six or seven him and RJ Davis are actually tied in the lead on assist. I mean, 
Yeah, I, I would say also that. Uh, yeah, I think if you had After to do a high scoring game, I'm sorry, uh, you broke up a little bit there. Uh, I could say I, I could see Caleb Love going over three and a half in a high scoring game. Um, yeah, I think that's the play there, and I actually wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Roach hit the over there. The under though, I I I, I would say Wendell Moore Jr. is probably going to hit the under on three and a half. Probably. I mean, he has the ability to rack up some assists, but if I had to go one way or the other, I'd go under there. I probably, probably wouldn't have bet it though. What about three pointers? Uh, the, the three ball, AJ Griffin over one and a half manic over two and a half. As you know, how many threes has he hit Nick against Duke? That's I, 11. So yeah. he's hit five in one game and six in the other. He's shooting 11 for 20 from three against Duke, which is crazy. Is that too obvious? It, it, uh, should there be some regression here? Yeah, I would say uh, Caleb Love, who went off in the UCLA game over two and a half. Maybe that's the one you circle. Um, Paulo Banchero over one and a half. RJ Davis over one and a half. Wendell Moore Jr. over one and a half. Any, uh, I'm going to say Love over two and a half. I know it's a big number. I mean, even I'm I'm still looking at Brady Manick though. To throw throw out the Duke games, every game this tournament he's hit more than two and a half threes. He stretches the court and and he gets and he's deadly from yeah. outside. He hit five threes against Marquette. All right, you saw against Baylor, four against St. Peter's, even three against UCLA. I like over two and a half. You sold me. Let's it, go. It's almost too obvious, right? Yeah. Let's let's go chalk then. Let's, let's, let's do it. Do chalk. Um, sometimes chalk hits. Um, how about uh, what do we got? Uh, so at the half, how do you feel about what is this halftime number? Duke minus two and a half uh, over under at 71. Do you have a, a play there? I mean, uh, I think Carolina could be up at halftime. Wouldn't shock me. Sure. I mean, I, I think this is okay. plus one thirty-five first half. That's not, that's not bad. I mean, I, I think this is, if it's not a 50, 50 game, it's like a 52 48 game in Duke's favor. I think it's going to be tight throughout. Again, I don't expect a blowout in this game. Like we saw in the first two games. So uh, that's not bad juice. If you want to go UNC uh, money line first half, the you said it was under seventy one. Yeah, I'm not going anything under in this game. I mean, I could see a scenario where the team start off a little sluggish, you know, but I, I just think there's going to be a ton of points, so I'm not going anything under in this game. You know what I like? Duke to win by three to six points at plus three forty. Hmm. Plus three forty, like Duke it, to win by three to six. I think it's going to be close. Three to six is such a tight window. Yeah, but I like I, I, I mentioned for Kansas one possession six to game. ten. It's yeah. a little bit larger from three to six, huh? I just think it could be a one possession game and then like some free throws at well, the end. I like one that doesn't have quite the juices. Plus one sixty five, and that is either team to win by five or less. In mm. that way, if UNC pulls out something, cause I, I don't know, maybe I'm alone here, but I, th- I just think it's going to be a very tight game and, you know, maybe we'll see a buzzer beater or something. And that kind of protects you either way and you get plus 165. Yeah. How about uh, Duke to uh, win on an even number? <laughs> <laughs> uh, even Steven. Right? There you go. Even Steven. Um, any other ones stand out to you? Are we done with this segment? Uh, are we done with this episode? Yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much covers everything I had. My favorite, uh, my favorite one is the Baycott. The Baycott uh, twenty one, and ten. Yeah, I think plus two sixty. Yeah, your odds are great. Right, Pound you, it. Yeah, 
I'm all over that one. Uh, you're all over the college basketball experience, NC Nick. And look, come play uh, DFS with us, uh, NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K uh, for a few bucks. We always kick it with our fans in place of DFS. So sign up to do that. Uh, you'll see it. He'll tweet that out. And also, I'll tweet it out from the college basketball experience feeder. One of us will at TCE on SGPN. And uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Remember to get that SGPN app. You'll get access to all of NC Nick's articles, all of our podcasts, all of our guest appearances, you know, whether it's coach Mike Leach, who's always on the show, or uh, I don't know who are some of the John's John, the spider, Sally. He's always a good, a good, a fun convo. You'll get access to all of that on the SGPN app. So go grab that thing. And also the Slack channel. I mean, rugby just started up. That's an idea of like, I mean, that just to give you the idea that this is what the Slack channel offers, they're having success gambling like anyone. It's like a, a, a house party of DJs. You get the Slack app, you go to Sports Gambling Podcast, and you'll have any sport you can think of. We talk college basketball year round there. We talk college football year round there. Everything, everything you can imagine. But right now, rugby in the in one of the channels, people are hitting on rugby games. Inside Iggy is there in the, uh, in the Slack channels. So, uh, hop on over there and do that. And, uh, I think you'll appreciate that. Um, if you want to make some cash, so do that and, uh, yeah, let's enjoy this game. All right, folks, this is the college basketball experience prop style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. You come from a land down under.